We are Gathering of the Geeks, a podcast and YouTube show built around the things we as geeks all love. Hashtag we gather on Sundays. Thank you for checking out the one about July 1st and 4th. I'm one of your hosts, Emmett, and I'm joined by the Ted Lasso to my coach, Beard, Chris Evans. Chris, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I typed out first and fourths, and I'm like, wait a second, that's really hard to say. First and fourths. Yeah, that's a tough first one. First and fourths. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it until just now. Yeah, see, I, I, well, I sat down five minutes toward the, before the show started. I'm like, all right, we need a title. And there it is. So, um, Those last titles are always is, the best. Yeah, well, the one you did, what was it, last week about uh, John Wick hating stairs or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Extracting John Wick over stairs or something. That's the one. <laughs> uh, Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will find us. What's up, Cookie Eric and Grabs so far on this fine Sunday evening? Um, Chris, it's the, uh, the Canada Day long weekend here. Um, and July 4th weekend is in, like, this is technically the July 4th weekend or is it next weekend? No, it's this weekend. There was a, there was a bunch okay. of, um, July 4th activities this weekend. Hmm. And, and what do you, do you consume those activities? Or are you, uh, how, how do you, how do you celebrate, um, America, Chris? Do you, do you do it inside your house? Do you do it outside with uh, fireworks and bullshit? Or what, what's your uh, what's your July Fourth weekend? You see, like yeah, fireworks and bullshit, right? On. Fireworks, and, it makes the kid happy. So fireworks and bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because I, I was talking about this with a friend recently. I feel like I have seen so many fireworks shows at this point in my life. Hmm. I really don't care anymore about fireworks. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's specific cases, of course, where there's something different and it's it's cool, but like mm-hmm. just a general fireworks show, not not really my thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's generally what we do, and um, of course, we buy fireworks sometimes and light them when we're not supposed to, and mm-hmm. the neighbors get upset. Of course, <laughs> right away from. I like to do it in the middle of nowhere because I know it upsets pets. Also, like my dog yes. is ballistic. Oh yeah. So it, it's it's not really fun for a lot of people. Yeah. Fireworks are the bane of my existence. I despise them. That's fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, aside from the, like, it's mostly the noise. Like, I don't, we don't have it. We have a cat. But I, I just, as a new father for me, where, like, my kids are so young, and you put them down to bed, and then people just set off fireworks, and, like, it shakes the whole house, and it freaks yeah. them out. I just, like, there's nothing worse than having a, you're trying to get a kid down to sleep, and somebody, some jackass is having the time of his life with fireworks and explosions and all that good stuff. So, uh, I, and, and you're right. Like, if you've seen a fireworks, if you've seen a fireworks show, you've seen them. Like, I think Phil says, yeah, you know? seen one firework, you've seen them all. Yeah, I, exactly, I, Phil. The only ones I would say were different are um, the ones at Disney, like, Disney World sure. puts on a really cool fireworks show, mm-hmm. and it's kind of different. Um, but I, I I saw this thing the other day. They, I forgot where it was, but they used drones to coordinate a Japanese dragon flying through the air. Oh, wow. That was really cool, and I think that maybe we should shift towards something like that because it's awesome looking, and you're not yeah. scaring children or animals or even mm-hmm. adults. Some adults don't like the sound of fireworks. Personally, I don't. Mm-hmm. When you're really close to them, it, it's very loud. Yeah, the, the, only, the only fireworks I want is if Gandalf's doing them, you know? If uh, if he's got the big uh, dragon thing that, uh, that Merry and Pippin steal from him and set off. You shall but, watch. <laughs> that's right. That's what I wanted. There you go. Cookies, cookies in that hell right now. There you go. 
<laughs> uh, Grab's kids love the fireworks. So the reason you, oh, so Grab's, you buy them and set them off yourself? Mm. Like the big ones, or, or what are we talking about? Like little tanks? What, what are we doing? Yeah, like the most Mike, most I'm cool with now is just like sparklers. You guys got sparklers, you know? Yeah, sparklers are fun. Yeah. No, that, that's what I'm cool with. That's the most kind of <laughs> fireworky aspect that I'm cool with. Well, those are fun and safe for the kids. Sure. Yeah, until they're scolding hot. <laughs> well, yeah, you got no one to I guess. Uh, Phil's neighbor started shooting them off Friday night at 1230. Yeah, oh, see, I don't that, that just That just grinds my gears right there. <laughs> Look at you lot crapping on celebrations. No. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your celebrations. Nothing wrong with it. It's just maybe not at 1230, like Phil said. Mm -hmm. okay that's what i was wondering because i like here you're not allowed to have stuff like that unless you go in the middle of nowhere oh like in a or in like residential area you mean yeah in residential areas you're not supposed to have fireworks but people mm -hmm. it kind of is what it is yeah we've got the the fire ban up here because of the wildfires that are happening oh so we, yeah like we haven't had rain and it feels like forever so we there were no fireworks this weekend um hmm all Canada Day, which is obviously a big damper because like I don't know if your towns like have like celebrations or whatever like uh, in here like they close the street down mm -hmm. and they got vendors and all that kind of stuff yeah. so we still had that but we didn't have the fireworks you, you guys have that stuff for for Memorial Weekend too? Memorial Weekend? Is that what it's called? What's July 4th called for you guys? July Memorial 4th. Weekend? It's just July 4th? <laughs> it's July 4th. What's Memorial What's Independence Weekend? Day? That's, oh, that's Independence a different holiday. Day. What's Memorial Day? You know, I kind of forget what between that and labor, I get confused. <laughs> but they don't have fireworks. <laughs> oh, those, oh, those. Oh, okay. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. Independence Day. Forgot about that. Yeah. Independence Day is uh, Will Smith. That's, yeah. that's what this is. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill Paxton giving me the, the reason for Independence Day. I'm with you. Bill. You mean Bill Pullman? What did I say? Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Him too. Different gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zeddy is upset. You need to have a talk with him. He said he's gonna setting a bottle rocket off to your house. <laughs> I don't know. You two got a problem. I need to make friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> gonna hash it out. <laughs> yeah, hug it out or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew. Hey. Uh, yes, grabs is correct. Memorial Day, we celebrate all the people that have died serving. It's a, oh. it's a military holiday, kind of. And when that is that? When is that in? When is that? Sorry. That's that's where I get the dates. Um, Grabs might have to help me with that because I honestly don't mm -hmm. remember. But yeah, right. it's, I don't it's, want to put you on the spot and make you a bad American or whatever. But uh... I think it's too late for that. I'm tired. <laughs> my Sorry. my memory is just not here at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Because I barely have... read. I barely read through a comic earlier. I had to we go have... back and scroll through it. <laughs> we have Remembrance Day in November, um, and that's when we do our uh veterans uh day and all that kind of stuff so um i think fuck off. <laughs> eric, eric, eric says the last monday in may is your memorial day yes so that's also oh, that's our may two four weekend that's our victoria day uh, day long weekend where we celebrate queen victoria so it's so weird that our like the weekends are the same but they are like your memorial day is for your veterans and ours, ours is to celebrate queen victoria like what the hell <laughs> Here's what it is. We appreciate the veterans down here. Yeah, sure. I appreciate the veterans more than Queen Victoria, that's for sure. I mean, Queen Victoria, I guess, is a big deal, too. Sure. Someplace other than here. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that one either. 
we, we use that weekend to that's like the kickoff for summer uh, may 2 4 weekend it's like the real kickoff for summer. that's what memorial day is also is I mean, that, okay. yes it has the yeah. real purpose but it right. also kicks off summer a lot of time right that too <laughs> now we're just <laughs> we're getting them all mixed up we're mixing them all together we're mixing there are too many together. holidays yeah and i it's too hard to keep track of them all mm -hmm. i think we should cut it down to just saint patrick's day and halloween <laughs> i think saint that patrick's needs day. to be it saint patty's day is one of your favorites no i have no oh. interest in it but it's funny to me because everybody goes nuts for it. nobody nobody even knows what they're celebrating that's right so i think it's hilarious being drunk, being drunk at 10 o'clock in the morning right Hey, do what you want. I don't care. I always say, as long as you're not doing heroin, do whatever you want. <laughs> Good thought. That's just the way I look at it. If you're doing heroin, then we need to have a talk. If you're not, do what you yeah, want. That's right. We need to have a <laughs> close to conversation here. Yeah, I think that's when that's when things change. Yes, <laughs> people do just want green beer. That that's what it comes down to. The biggest is thing the green beer ready yet? Yeah, the biggest thing I think of for for St. Patrick's Day is like the weird small thing it has to do with the fugitive with Harrison Ford when he escapes that building and he, he's in a, a St. Patrick's Day parade and he puts on a green hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's like that's one of the things that I think about most about St. Patrick's Day is the fugitive for some reason. Like, I think I, for, I forget where it is, but it's got the river where they turn it green. I can't remember. Is where that it, Chicago? Fugitive. Yeah, it must be Chicago at that, that, that point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so then <laughs> the water's all green. I don't know why that's the one of the things that I think about when I think about St. Patrick's Day, though. I think of Leprechaun the movie. Of course you do. Yeah, and, and I also think of the uh, the old story where it, from Ireland where someone drove all the snakes out of the country. <laughs> whacking day. Is that whacking day. Well, I'm just thinking about the Simpsons with whacking. I was say, that's the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, grabs with you. He's he also thinks of the. Future. Yeah, it's such a small part in the movie. Like it's just so strange, but I don't know why that's such a, a sticking point for me. So I suppose we all need to watch Leprechaun as a collective group then. Yeah, you and your Leprechaun. Oh, boy. It's good. <laughs> uh, Phil says Halloween should be a national holiday. Uh, excuse me, federal holiday. I agree. Uh, Eric says to avoid cocaine if you're a bear. I don't know. The results can be interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good time on screen, that's for sure. <laughs> it is a good time on screen. <laughs> Just stay away from it, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Like any other bear, why do you have to go hug any bear? So, unless it's like yeah, bear, bear, yeah, bear, cocaine or not, just stay away. <laughs> yes, I could. <laughs> All right, Chris. So, what uh, what'd you get up to this week? Uh, would you read? Did you watch anything? Uh, I read one book and I watched one movie. I, it's been a it's been a very busy week for me. Yeah, you know, same. sometimes I have those weeks where I don't really have time to breathe. This was one of them. <laughs> uh, but I did manage to get in the new issue of World Tree, uh, mm -hmm. number three, which I know you also read. Indeed. Did you like it? Yes, I did. It oh is. My God, uh, you didn't like it? No, no, I did like it. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised that <laughs> oh I God. still like. I'm surprised I still like it because right, like okay. the story is moving very slowly. I feel right. Like. I feel like mm -hmm. it's crawling, mm. but I don't really mind it, and I think the characters are very colorful in a way I'm not mm -hmm. used to from Tynan. Okay. I, I'm not used to his characters having depth because I'm used to like, oh, here's Punchline, here's Ghostmaker, and 10 other characters <laughs> you're not going to care about. Right. But in this, they all have depth and they all have like 
have kind of like a sense of purpose to them and a weight. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. And in this particular issue, I do like what we see and we get some of that history of what world tree actually is. Like now we know what the title is, where, where it comes right. from. Not to spoil yeah. or anything, but this gives you some, some good insights into what is actually happening. It mm -hmm. also makes it infinitely weirder at the same time, which if you 100%. weren't expecting weird at this point, I don't think we're reading the same book. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, like I was, I was, I was reading the book as well, and um, like it, it's the it started off with the um, like I don't know, I don't know if he's the main character or not, but like the um, the main guy who created this whole thing who we see in the first issue, Gabriel. Gabriel, that's it. And we see his kind of thing, and like he does a really like a really interesting thing where he just a really cool thing where he, it starts off the book really well, and then it switches to the naked girl for a while. And then it switches to another character and I'm like, okay, well, this is more or less what we kind of been seeing. Mm -hmm. And then when they started to explain what world tree was, what the computer system was and how these characters are, again, are more related and more of the characters who we saw in the last issue yeah. introduced all these characters. I'm like, okay, now we're understanding why these characters are coming together, what they're trying to stop. And a little bit about who this woman was too. Uh, the fear yeah, you yeah. mentioned that last week or there, or last a uh, couple weeks ago. Um, I, I really dug that because I, I think if they if Tynan drew out what actual world tree was for too long, I think that would have affected my enjoyment of the book. Like he would have been like stringing us along, stringing us along, stringing us along. But he actually gave us some more or less solid ish answers about what everything is hap what's happening. Um, so I, I, I very much enjoyed this one. And like, there was some really good um, WTF gory moments, yeah. like like a really a couple of them, specifically when we find out what happens when um, fear sets that house on fire in mm -hmm. issue number two, we find out what happens with the people in there. And then she meets up with another person in a car. It does some really gruesome things to that person. And um, yeah, I, I, re I really dug this issue for sure. Um, to try to answer Grab's question, they have a sense of purpose, but the story isn't moving. Uh, so Tynan is really heavy on dialogue in this title. You'll have, I, I think it's, is it nine panels on a page most of the time? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, nine or six. And all, most of them are filled with dialogue. So you're getting a ton of that from the characters. And, and the story may not be doing a lot. I mean, it does do some stuff. It's not like it just sits in one, one spot. But it's just not like, it's not advancing large portions. There's no like time jump skips or anything like that. It's very much like real time. So mm -hmm. the sense of purpose comes from all these conversations that are fitting together and you're learning more about who these people are and yeah. the way they were revealed initially, you didn't know them, but now that you're three issues in, you have a much better sense of who they are. I hope that made sense. Yeah. And like after the first issue, you don't know who the main characters are really. You, you think like the woman, the naked woman, you feel like is a main character and then the, the brother, from Allison. the first issue, you think, oh, those two, yeah, Allison. You think, okay, mm -hmm. those are there two, and we're going to follow them. But then we get more of the Gabriel and more Allison, and then the other two couple in the house. I don't, I can't remember their names, um, but just more character stuff in this third issue that I really like, and more of the understanding of where the story is going to be going. Um, which I think in the third, but by the third issue, I think that's that's a, I don't know, it's a good starting point or it's a good point in the series. I think you know, number one is the like give us the shock value of the story number two i felt like tried to build out more of the characters and then issue three is like okay this is where we're going now 
this is where uh, where our characters are going with this what the story is so i like for a structure point of view i really like the way the the first three issues have really um been mapped out i do too it's been a slow burn that seems to be getting that that pay the payoff mm-hmm. is coming now mm-hmm. um but even like you said I, I think this was a good time to reveal what he reveals in this particular issue and it, yeah. it just works really well i'm really enjoying world tree and I, i'm glad that three issues in we're both still on board with it yeah, well, and sometimes that's usually the point where you're like, and like I said, that first issue, and especially specifically in a lot of indie comics, you're like, wow, that was great! I can't wait to read more. And then when you get to that second and third issue, you're like, oh, okay, that 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 they couldn't continue what was that first issue was, like they almost you know shot every, they shot their shot by the first issue, and then they couldn't continue that story. For me, it's it's continuing all the way through which I really enjoy and I'm glad I enjoy it because, you know, to, to be invested or to you know, want to keep reading something and it doesn't work or it doesn't work for you. It's kind of a bummer. So I'm happy that, uh, that we're both enjoying this for sure. Yeah. It's good that the momentum is, is still, is still working for it. Yeah. Um, right. Eric says, I haven't read much this week aside from King's Joker star and brave and the bold, which is fantastic. I've mm-hmm. heard so many good things about this new chapter of it. Yeah. Uh, I have to get to that maybe tonight or tomorrow. But I really mm-hmm. want to read that. It. I really thought the first. Um, I don't know. You would call it entry, or it's not an issue because it's a short story. Yeah. Is it a chapter. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what I, it I don't is. Know what, yeah, chapter. Chapter is a good uh, way of putting it. It was really entertaining, and I was surprised by it because, you know, shorts to me generally aren't that great. I'm not a mm-hmm. big fan of them, but mm-hmm. that was cool. Uh, so yeah, Thanks we'll for taking that. a break from theirs too. Hmm? Um, I know that. When one in either the third issue or the fourth issue of Brave and the Bold, that the King story is taking a break. Oh, um, I kind of figured it would. What it is? Yeah, I figured it would because I would imagine at some point they're really just going to um, spin it off into its own book. Or so that's what I would guess. That's the that's the yeah, and that's kind of what I expected after the Riddler thing, and then the Brave and the Bold thing came about. So, yeah, I wonder if they're just going to eventually give them another, you know, give Mitch Garretts and, and Tom King another like a twelve issue type of deal, like they mm-hmm. did with. Um, uh, Man and, and King, yeah, mm-hmm. the Bat and the Cat thing. So it would be, and th- this type of storytelling, I wonder if that would work specifically with the Joker. Um, I wonder if that type of, you know, for a twelve issue thing would work, where you don't really see the Joker talking. You know, it does the uh, the silent movie cards well, or whatever. I wonder if that would carry over. I think first, you know, everybody will say there's too much Joker. Yeah, but we're still going to read it. Yep. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, everybody's still going to read it. And I think a story like this, where it's it comes down to like their first meetings or their first year, these are stories people seem to gravitate toward. I know mm-hmm. I do most of the time. I love seeing retellings of their first meetings. I think they're just fun stories, and I yeah. enjoy the twists that people put on them. So I would mm-hmm. be completely in for a 12-issue story based on what we've, we've gotten mm-hmm. this, this short. Um, for sure. Eric says, watch the Stranger Worlds episode and rewatch Aliens. That's a good time. I do like mm-hmm. some Aliens. Uh, Grabs wa- is watching Lost Still, The Bear, and Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Grabs mentioned The Bear up here, too. He took Cookie's recommendation. Where was that? Ah, here it is. Uh, I took a re- recommendation last week and started The Bear, enjoying the second season much more than the first season, although only an episode in. That's good to hear. I need to get to that. Um, it's, on, it's on the list for, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, the second season doesn't come out here until July 19th, actually. Hmm. Um, so everyone will have already seen it by the time I get to watch it. So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, Andrew watched the second episode of Secret Invasion. How are you liking it? I haven't seen a lot of people talking about it. 
Let us know. I was just gonna ask you to ask him that. Okay. <laughs> like, I wonder. Yeah, like I haven't seen like this has got to be the the least talked about Marvel TV show yet. I would think. Well, it's like, also in, a different not, kind of concept. Not even people talking about how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Like if it's bad, I haven't seen people saying, "Oh, it's the worst thing in the world." I just I haven't seen it. Uh, I wonder if it's just not a lot of people are watching it. Maybe. Um, yeah, Andrew, what do you think? You know, I, I've actually seen more people talking about that Daredevil news that's been circulating the last couple of days. I haven't um, seen that. Yeah, I think that's one of the stuntmen. I, I forgot who it is exactly, but they said that the show is completely different from the Netflix version of Daredevil, mm-hmm. which I kind of expected it to be. But sure. the, the person is saying that it's it's not a good thing at this point. But we have not so seen more it. Like, more like the Hulk or She-Hulk Daredevil? Yeah. I guess so. More like the She-Hulk Daredevil, lighter. Yeah. You know, he's gonna. I mean, that was a given. He was gonna be lighter when he comes to the MCU. Sure. Because the Netflix series is very, very. It's darker than most Batman films. Hundred <laughs> percent. It really is. So yeah. it's not really a stretch to imagine they would lighten him up for Disney and the MCU, mm-hmm. of course. So I'm actually cool with that. I, I think we need to calm down, wait and see it. Everybody's yeah, jumping, grabbing their pearls. Yeah. Let's see what it looks like mm-hmm. first. Uh, oh, that's that's Eddie. <laughs> um, Grab is regarding the issue thing we were talking about earlier, how the momentum gets lost. He says that happens a ton. So many times I've stopped reading after four issues thanks to pre-ordering. Phil mm. says, too much Joker. Never. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure that, that's the... Is that Mike, this, yeah, Michael Caine never? That's the Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine never. I mean, that's the only never that really matters. I, I think there isn't another one. <laughs> no, it, it's that or the Harry Potter thing when he screams with the fire behind him. I think it's from uh, Philosopher's oh. Stone. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Michael Caine one trumps them all. Yes, it does. Andrew says he thinks it's pretty good so far, a little slow, hmm. and he has high hopes for it. Yeah, I, I, I've been hearing the couple of people I have seen watch it, that's kind of what I've got out of them. It's hmm. good, but slow. And I wonder if that's because it's meant to be like an espionage series or something. It'll be that slow burn. Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, they are going to have the Secret Wars movie, which I assume this is going to lead into that. Oh, oh, Secret Wars, right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I think these two are tied. Mm. But I, I'm not positive. The only two people I know that have watched it both liked it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so it's getting around, I guess. It's just people haven't aren't talking about it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, any Wes Anderson fans? Asteroid City is spectacular. Also, rewatch Beetlejuice. That movie is magic. Indeed, it is. <laughs> I've been wanting to rewatch it too because those set pictures have been kind of leaking here. Oh, have they been coming out? A little bit. I mean, uh, a few months ago we saw Winona Ryder, and then the other day they showed they re- they're rebuilding the sets from the first movie. So, like the house, some of the town. Oh, hmm. cool stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I, 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 I remember I watched, I think I watched Beetlejuice for the first time all the way through like two years ago or something. And like, you if what? you think you know what Beetlejuice <laughs> is, like even the cartoon, and then you watch the movie, it's just so different from what you think even the movie, like it, it's called Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice like isn't the main character. And then oh. there's like the weird music in it and like to, specifically the musical number um that they're that they all sing and like alec baldwin gina davis or it's just it's it's such a strange movie you know I, I i don't know how to explain it but it's a very different movie i loved it it's it's complete wild and bonkers fun oh yeah but it's it's such a strange movie 
And it's one of Burton's finest. I think that's things. the point, right? Yeah. It is. And, it, you know, you say that it's funny because if you hadn't seen the movie, you'd only watch the animated series. Going yeah. from that to the movie, it's a world. It's and a I whole think that's what thing. I did. I think I watched the cartoon when I was a kid and mm-hmm. skipped over the movie. And then I've only seen clips of the movie. And then I finally watched the movie. I'm like, wait a second. Why is this weird musical number? And why is there so much Winona Ryder? And why is there so much Alec Baldwin? It's just, it was very, it was very off-putting, but in a good way. Uh, I'd seen the movie first, and then I was a devoted fan of the animated series. Hmm. And I had the the movie had action figures, so I had those, and I, I was re- really big fan of those. Right. Uh, Grabs is not a fan of Beetlejuice. It's something he wants to love, but just doesn't. Completely ferrets. You know, some people are going to love stuff. Some people aren't. Beetlejuice is an interesting one because I do feel like people are split on it. Some people really? adore okay. it. Some people outright hate it. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think they hate it for the fact that it, it is so different from what you would think it would be? Like there's the lack of Beetlejuice? <laughs> I don't know. What, could... do you, what do you, Grabs, what is it that you don't like about it? That, that could be it too, though, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, Andrew says Beetlejuice is awesome. I'm with you. Uh, Phil says it's an experience, one of Burton's best. You know another one of Burton's best is Sweeney Todd. <laughs> and there's a, a wonderful song in there called No Place Like London. I'm going to have to watch that movie just to... You've never seen Sweeney Todd? No, I've never seen it. I think I've seen... I think I've probably maybe seen the first little bit, the first... That's No Place Like London. It opens with the song. Yeah, I'd have have to watch it again, and I probably should. I think that you should. I think that's another thing we need to collectively watch. That and Leprechaun. Mm. (laughs) Double feature. Gathering the Geeks. It'll be like... We could do it like... uh, not gather con, gather watch, gather and watch. There we go. Yep. See, Cookie knows there's no place like London. All right, I'm gonna have to put it on my list. <laughs> yes, I like that. I think it's probably one of the only Tim Burton ones I haven't seen too. Uh, well, I tried to watch Ed Wood the other day, or not the other day, but a little while ago. And I never went back to it. I, 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 it wasn't not bad or anything, but I think I started to watch it when I was too tired and then it just got lost it's one of those add it to the list movies and it's just on that list and i'm replaying the scene that. from episode three when Natalie portman is looking at anakin you're breaking my heart <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's what's happening <laughs> you haven't seen sweeney and nope. you didn't finish ed wood yeah so th- those are my two uh, that i haven't seen for i think i've seen all the other ones for Tim. So ironically those are my two favorites <laughs> yeah that's interesting <laughs> Uh, say my name three times, I'll pop up in front of it. Zeddy, Zeddy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe he'll bring you a cake shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweeney Todd, that's on my Mount Rushmore of Tim Burton films. Mm. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, it's for me, it's Ed Wood and Sweeney Todd. Nice. And there's other good songs in, in Sweeney Todd, but No Place Like London is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that's anyway. the opening song to the, yeah, to the movie? Point. Yeah. Big Fish is one of Tim Burton's underrated films. I agree with that, too. That's my favorite. I think I might be in for this, too. <laughs> I think all oh three of us are watching Sweeney Todd. <laughs> That's it. There's so many people watching Sweeney Todd tonight. <laughs> uh, anyway, what did you read this week? Uh, I, 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 I keep going on Burton stuff. No, let's let's just let's just move to Burton. Yeah, I did the same thing. I I read uh, World Tree, and I read uh, we briefly talked about it, the uh, Brave and the Bold uh, issue. That was it for me for comics. Uh, yep, that's it for comics for me. So, what did you watch? I know you saw some stuff. 
Yeah, so um, I want to talk about Strange New Worlds for a second, uh, the Star Trek series um, that Eric brought up. So, um, and it was an interesting thing I was talking about with a friend of mine about episode structure and how this, and Eric, I'd love to know your thoughts about this, but the season premiere didn't feel like a season premiere. Um, You know, the main, like the captain of the ship, uh, of the Enterprise, Captain Pike, was in the episode for 10 minutes. And then the rest nothing monumental happened that pushed the season forward and then the second episode was the one that felt more like the season finale or season premiere and then the third episode felt like another standalone episode where there was really only two characters in the entirety of the episode um i don't know if you've ever seen a show like that chris if you're watching you know what you would think to be a couple season show, but when you start the season premiere of the second season, it doesn't feel like a premiere. Can you think of any shows that are like that that you've watched? You know, I kind of felt like Succession was that way. To me, Succession had finales, but not premieres, if that makes sense. Sure. It almost feels like it's it's just one long story. Like Mm -hmm. if, if there were no seasons, you could just watch them one after another, one after another. Nothing would... Isn't that no, better nothing, though? Nothing. It, it's great, and it took me a while to get that out of my head after seeing the first episode. I'm like, oh, well, that was good, but like, they didn't push the season forward um, at all. So, yeah, yeah, very standalone episodes between. And it's interesting the the episode three was a time travel episode. Star Trek mm-hmm. loves this time travel, and they travel back to 20th century uh, Canada actually, and they're in Toronto for mm-hmm. the. Ninety percent of the episode, That's cool. so it was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like and like usually when people go to Toronto, they change it to look like New York City, um, <laughs> but like it's there's Toronto police and um, like they're downtown Toronto, which is very cool. Um, that is kind cool. of an interesting thing. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting. They film it in Toronto, um, so I guess they just why not just make a make a cheap episode, <laughs> make them go back Step in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looked <laughs> like it was filmed this past winter um, there. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting thing. But um, good, always good to have Star Trek back. So uh, that was just kind of an interesting thought I had about season structure, about how sometimes, you know, there maybe there doesn't have to be a big bombastic premiere to push the season forward. You just have episodes and they tell different stories. I don't think you need the big premieres. I mean, it's cool to have mm-hmm. them if there's a purpose for them. Mm-hmm. But I think, and maybe I'm speaking for myself here, I like when it just continues the story I want to see and I'm just back with yeah. the characters. Like, for example, mm-hmm. what we do in The Shadows, I can't tell you what the finale is and what the premieres are because they just blend together. <laughs> right. <They're> just episodes. <laughs> yeah. Which also premieres, I think, next week. Pretty excited. Oh, boy. You excited for that or what? I am. But, you know, that that's another example of a show that I, I think you don't need big premieres. I feel like those should be reserved for shows that in on cliffhangers or something like that. Right. I feel like that's when you get those big premieres. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric says, some of the strange new pod folks were saying the studio execs want to start the season with an action-focused episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, more action-based. And, like, the, the, the second episode of the season was, like, a courtroom drama. That's interesting. So it was really interesting. Uh, Zeddy says, Strange World Season 2 feels like it's just happening. Only three ups, but the third I thought hit all the right beats. I'm gonna, I liked what I've seen of this show. I thought it was very entertaining. And I, mm-hmm. I will go back to it at some point. Yeah, like, and you could watch the first three episodes. Well, maybe not the episode, the second episode, 
um, but one in three, and you could just drop into them and enjoy the episodes without knowing what happened before or after, which is, you know, it's a really cool thing. I watched a bunch of random original Star Trek episodes. Actually, some of them mm-hmm. were from Eric's recommendation, and none oh, of those yeah. connected either. I thought that was a blast. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the the campiness of. Um, I always called him Richard Shatner. What is his name? <laughs> William. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, this is about uh, Big Fish. I just wanted to put this up here. Grab said the scene where they explain time standing still when you meet the love of your life is one of my favorite scenes of all time. That really mm-hmm. is a beautiful scene. And uh, yep, I love it when he moves the popcorn. Yeah, it's great. Cool. He just pushes the popcorn out of his face. Yeah. <laughs> actual Toronto or U.S. filmed in, a, in Toronto? Exactly. It's it's actual Toronto. <laughs> Dick Shatner is a classic name. <laughs> Without William Shatner, we would never have the Michael Myers mask. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a like a I don't know if that would be like a, an Easter egg plus or some of some kind. I don't know. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah, <laughs> when after William Shatner dies, that'll be a thing that'll just pop up in all our timelines again. Thank you, Willie. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that uh, the idea of an episodic ep- episode season is, is kind of a lost thing. You know, everything's about an arc now. Yes, okay? everything's about what telling one story arc instead of telling you know a, a more confined story um, to a season. You know, Star Trek did that to a T over you know the next generation with every new episode. Like they, and that's one of the cool things about that is like episode three will be about something, and then episode fifteen will be about something that happened in episode three. You know the the bridge is is between episodes, but they're not one in one, and it doesn't carry over um, the entirety of a season. Which I, you know, it's kind of a lost thing. Everything's got an arc now. Um, yeah. I wonder if we could ever go Unless back to really sitcom. episodic type. Yeah, that's true. Sitcoms are those that don't, but I feel like any other show, like The Witcher, I haven't got to start it yet, but the mm-hmm. previous seasons have all been an arc. Mm-hmm. There's not there's nothing really random about each episode. It's it's all moving mm-hmm. towards something, which I guess is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even um, there are some sitcoms that do that too, but I kind of like mm-hmm. where you could just drop it and watch it. Mm-hmm. I li- yeah, I like just like small things. Like again, something happens in one episode, and then four episodes later, you you get a, a small like hint or a nod or mm-hmm. a mention of something that happened before. I like that, and, and like it makes for an easier time to watch. You don't have to feel so invested in in something. It's okay if you miss an episode or or anything like that. It's much more for casual viewers. Yes. I think that's that's the thing. Casual viewers don't uh, they don't have a lot to watch these days unless they <laughs> invest mm-hmm. into them. So. Yep. Uh, Eric's finding the return of episodic Star Trek stories refreshing. Fair, good, good. Um, that was it for what I watched at home. But I went and saw the Flash on. Shoot, I don't remember what day. I think I saw it on Wednesday. Um, Seems feel like forever. Feel like the movie's been out for a month with all those early fan screenings or whatever. It really, uh, yeah. It feels like it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it should be on Blu-ray tomorrow or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it could be. Um, but yeah, I had a great time with it. Um, a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to watch it again. That's for one thing, because um, there's a lot in that movie mm-hmm. um, that I probably did miss. Um, but I liked the action. I liked seventy percent of the humor. Um, I like, yeah, I had a great time with The Flash. I don't know why people don't like it. I loved it a lot. My friend who is very, I don't know what you want to say, anti-new DC stuff. He's very much on the Dark Knight train. You know, that's okay. that's his that's his stuff. And even the old, you know, Batman 89. Um, 
stuff like that. He had a great time with it too. And I was really surprised that he had a good time with it. Um, cause he's usually very grumpy about those types of things. Um, but yeah, he had a great time. I had a great time and I can't wait to watch it again. Um, you were uh, more excited about the Keaton stuff than I was. what do you think about it? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Batman 89. Um, and I'm a big fan of Keaton as Batman. Um, I thought he was great. I thought it was really interesting. His introduction, um, mm-hmm into it. I thought that was a very different way from the introduction that I was expecting. Um, I wish there was a more clear ending for him. Um, I think there was, I wish there was a more clear ending for a lot of characters in the movie. Um, but I, I thought he did a lot of sweet ass stuff. That's for sure. Like in the bat plane, um, you, you guys mentioned it on your uh, DC unlimited pod. I forget who it was, Phil one or Phil two, when he's fighting the big, uh, Kryptonian and he's kind of jumping, all around him. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Um, I thought some of his emotional moments with Barry uh, were really, really good. Um, specifically in the Batcave. Um, yeah, I thought he was great. Um, I'm glad they're not doing more of the old Batman because um, you know, young Batman is, is the way to go to build a. Um, I think to build a better universe. Um, but I think it was pretty cool to see him in the suit again and see him in Wayne Manor and the mentioning of Alfred, I thought was really good. And yeah, that was um, nice. yeah, I thought, I thought it was great. I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah. And that, I had muted the flash forever. <laughs> so I, I had avoided what you had said about it. I avoided what V39 had said about it. Anybody else I'd kind of avoided. And like I, I mentioned to you this last week or whatever, it felt like my timeline was exceptionally quiet so i actually went onto your accounts just to see what was happening mm-hmm. um very briefly without seeing too much too many spoilers um so yeah and I, I i kind of knew what was happening you know it was kind of hard to avoid the the box office talk about yeah, the flash that was hard. um but um, I, I and i went in knowing that it i didn't even i didn't I didn't go in expecting it to be bad because what I saw from when I looked in your timelines, you, Zeddy, and Nico, was that you all liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gave me a pretty indi- pretty good indication that I was going to like it. Um, so, I, but I'm still, you know, happy that I did because in the first, you know, third or quarter of the movie, I wasn't that high on it. Um, but it wasn't until actually the middle and the third and the fourth act where I'm like, Oh, I really enjoyed this movie. So I'm happy that I didn't, like I said, I can't wait to watch it again. I just can't wait for my son to watch it. I think you'll have a great cool. time with it. Yeah. I would hope so too. I think it, it, I think it's easy, an easy watch for kids. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. Yeah. Well, it's one of the only, you know, a couple of the DC movies that he could watch too. Like he ain't watching the Batman. He ain't watching BBS. He ain't watching the Snyder cut. Um, so this is one of the ones that he could watch for sure. Nice. Um, so Zeddy does want me to ask you, what did you think of Supergirl? Uh, I thought she was great the time that she was in it. Again, there should have been more of her, and she should have had a better ending. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I thought she looked great. And like I agree with you on the what you said on the pod. She has a great looking costume. It's like the best costume in the movie. Awesome. I think it looks so good. Um, yeah, I wish I wish she just had more to do. But I wouldn't mind if Gunn's Superman has a costume similar to hers. Yeah, maybe. But I would, I would give him red boots instead of that. It looks like blue pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> but um, still, yeah, very cool costume. Mm-hmm. You're forgiven now, Emma. <laughs> still don't condone your weird I, and yeah, uh, over there though. <laughs> I think you just restarted it. Yeah, that's right. You say the feud is over. Now you restarted it. Yeah. <laughs> 
There can be no peace. Uh, yeah, no peace between us. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I watched. Uh, Chris, what'd you watch this week? I went to. I finally had a chance to go see Into the Spider Verse, or what's it called? Oh wow! Yeah, you said it's, is that what's beyond called? Beyond the Spider Verse? I think that's the third across. One. Across the Spider Verse. That's across. what it's called. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I Did finally had a chance. Across. Did yeah, I think up? they should have titled those movies better or differently. That's like the, the Planet of the Apes, the Rise, the Dawn. Which one? I don't know which is Rise of the Dawn. I think I just know War is the last one. That's right. Okay. But Rise and the other one should have been switched. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, the, not forgiven. Um, yeah, these I, I would have. I think they maybe should have been called Miles Morales, one, mm. two, or three, or whatever. You're right. Or Spider-Man, one, two. I don't know something else. Anyway, do you think uh, they just? Yeah, maybe the Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh the, yeah, the, Ultimate Spider-Man. Just call train. it that. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. That would have been easier to, and then add the subtitle. By the way, the titles aside, they don't matter. The mm-hmm. the movie was great. Like I was surprised how much I enjoyed Across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. because I don't love the first one. Mm-hmm. I, I I know a lot of people do, and they put it like as their top Spider Man movie. Um, I'm not at that level with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's entertaining. I don't really care much for the animation in it. Mm. It's kind of jittery and like jarring the, to me. The, yeah, the static nature to yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think it's cool for like a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. But then it just the effect wears off on me, mm-hmm. uh, and then the ending I, I don't like at all. But in this one, I don't even have a complaint mm-hmm. or an issue with it. I really enjoyed it a lot. I thought that there was a a good mixture of stuff. It's funny. It's got mm-hmm. really cool action. Like there's a there's a sequence that takes place in a version of Manhattan uh, with an Indian Spider Man. Right. Yes. And it, it's just fantastic. The yeah. whole sequence. Uh, Oscar Isaac is in it too, which I always appreciate. Uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. C makes a joke on Vigilante 1939 that that guy doesn't get enough work. And I think yeah, he's, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac, he's going hungry these days, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's definitely a high point in the movie for me. And there's also mm-hmm. a lot of emotional stuff in it, which I didn't yeah. expect for an animated film like this. Mm-hmm. You know, a Spider-Man live-action movie. Yeah, I, I can get it, mm-hmm. but you would think an animated Spider-Man is going to be all about fun and comic booky stuff, mm-hmm. which it, it does have plenty of. But th- th- it's also balanced with the heart, and I I really appreciated that. So you didn't like the ending of the first one. What do you think about the ending of the second one? You don't have to spoil it, but you know it does end on a quite the cliffhanger. And like I mentioned when I talked about it, I didn't even I, I, I had forgotten that they were making a third one. So then like was the second one was ending. I'm like, what's going on here? Like this movie's not ending. <laughs> like they got See, two I kept waiting for that because I knew it was gonna end strangely. Yeah. It's so like the last 20 minutes, like, okay, is this where it does it? Is this where yeah. it does it? Uh you know, there was a kid who walked out of the theater with the reaction that I kind of mirrored. He was talking to his dad. And he kept saying, who does that? <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> yeah, who does? And I was like, kid, you and I, we are on the same wavelength right now. Who does that? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a fascinating ending, I, say, I would mm-hmm. say, because of where it leaves the characters. Because um, I was supposed to say, I, think it's a cli- I don't think it's supposed to say it's a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I think they've made it clear, even in the marketing, it is, it's going to end yeah. a certain way because the new, next one's coming. Um, 
You still don't expect it, though. <laughs> the way it ends, it's like, whoa, this is different. Yeah, I, I didn't expect the the what happens with the ending, like the the big revelation, revolution, revelation. I didn't expect that. That was revolutionary revelation. Yeah, revolutionary revelation. So that'll be interesting for the third one. I think that's mm-hmm. that has me more. I don't know if it has me more excited. Maybe I didn't even know what the, the who the villain was of the second one. Um, I think I definitely it's technically Miguel. Yeah, and I I don't know if we really knew that from the trailers. I think maybe yeah. we did. Uh, yeah, the trailer show Miguel is the antagonist. Yeah, it was the occlusion of the the spot guy that was the big surprise for me in the second one. Yeah. Uh, but now going into the third one, I'm really interested in the in the villains. Well, technically, I think Spot is the main villain. Mm-hmm. It just he doesn't like do as much in this. Well, and he's a lot, think, or, the first time we see him, it's more c- comedic too. Yeah, I think he's he's on, being saved for the serious. third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zeddy says he doesn't think Miles was the best part of the movie. It was Gwen. Yeah, Gwen has a huge part in this one. She has a lot to do here. Well, yeah, she opens the movie. That was a huge surprise. That was. I, I didn't expect that. And I liked the animation, the style animation for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the whole movie in general looked really good this time around. But I did like the way it switched styles here. And that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Phil thinks this one is superior. Flawless. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to think of an issue with it. Except I, I would say the ending is more abrupt than I was even expecting. Mm-hmm. Just because it shows me something I was wondering about throughout the movie. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That's yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be continued. Right. Okay. <laughs> who does that? Yeah, who does that, Dad? <laughs> yeah. That kid, that oh, yeah. we, we the same thing. <laughs> I remember my son, he's like, they're making another one? I'm like, I guess, son. I guess they are. I had forgotten. <laughs> you know, that you bring up uh, your little guy. I think it's a great movie for kids, too. Big time. My, son, I, I, my my daughter went with her two friends who were 13, and I went with my son, and they all had a great time. Like, it was good for the, you know, my son's seven, I'm 36, and they're 13. Like, it's it's it, the range of, of, of ages that it, it, it can engross is, is quite wide, and I think that's a huge selling feature. And that's why I mentioned why it's, I think, it, last time I talked about it, why it's doing so well, because anyone can see it, and mm-hmm. not just Spider-Man fans. I think it's good for any kind of fan. I think it's good for movie fans. I believe uh, Nico tweeted earlier that Variety is suggesting it might be a Best Picture nominee. Ooh, yeah, that that'd be something if it gets in there. Hmm. It is really good, so it's hard to argue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeddy says I might be one of the few that didn't find Across the Spider Verse that spectacular. I thought it was great, but I don't know it kind of left something to be desired for me. Also, thought there would be more Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Um. I don't know. I thought we got a lot of him more than I was ex- more than I expected. I thought mm-hmm. there was going to be more of the spot, actually. Before you went into the movie, or yeah, while you were watching? Oh, no, okay. I didn't know he was in the movie. I knew he <laughs> was in it because I remember them talking about him, like he was a big deal. But then the trailers showed Miguel as the big deal, so I was a little confused. Right. I thought the trailers were hiding the spot, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They were just showing he's not the big deal in this one <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah I, I that's interesting uh that zeddy wasn't in, in love with it but mm-hmm. you know a lot of i guess it's like the other one you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it i don't mm-hmm. hate the other one but it's not my thing <laughs> mm-hmm. uh ema has good timing we're talking about his favorite comic book movie 
<laughs> yeah. It's making the rounds. Uh, Zelly's just <laughs> Zeddy is just jealous that a cross virus is a million times better than his girlfriend's multiverse movie. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should have read that one out loud because now they it's out in the ether, you know. That's a that's a that's a deep one there, Ian. Nice that job. was a deep cut. He went for the throat with that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how that one goes. Do you know when the third one's supposed to come out? It's supposed to be in March, but then um, there was like, I guess the animators came out and said nothing's even done for it. Oh, that was the, one of the things I thought about and why I um, more or less forgotten about it when the movie was coming out. It's like there's no release date for it that I that I knew of. There was nothing to look forward to, but I just looked it up, um, and it does say, yeah, March 29th, 2024. Originally, I believe they were supposed to come out in the same year, and then they moved mm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Which I, I suppose makes more sense. But at the same time, I don't know if you remember, but when the Matrix sequels were released, we had Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions like six months apart. Yeah. And that was a cool way to do it because you had the cliffhanger, and then, oh, okay, well, I don't have to wait that long. Mm-hmm. But I, I know there's been other movies where you've had this and the wait was long. I can't remember what they what they are at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it was something fairly recent that this happened with. Hmm. I don't I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I think there is a sweet spot to to keep that hype level up. Um, I don't know what 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 it is. What you know, months or or six months or a year or whatever. Um, but I, I think there is a a certain sweet spot. Um, we'll see. I think a year is kind of the spot. It's mm-hmm. a year or less. Yeah. Because like Infinity War and Endgame, that mm-hmm. was a a pretty big way to end Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Well, what <laughs> happened next?" <laughs> yeah. So that was a big deal. I think those were six months apart, mm-hmm. or was it mm-hmm. more? With maybe it was more. Let's see. I'm pretty sure Endgame was May, and I want to say Infinity War was like November. So Infinity War release date April 27th. And game was April 26th, so a year apart. Oh, okay, I was wrong. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that's the spot. You want to do, I think, a year. Cause a year to year, yeah. When it's more than that, you kind of forget about it. When it's less than that, it's... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure less than that's always great, but more than that is the issue, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for hanging, hanging with us, Andrew. Have a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Grab says it would be cool to see a part one and two, or two and three in this case, released at the same time. Keep people in the theater all day to watch the story. I agree with that too. I think that would be really fun if they would just do it that way. I thought about early, like even like the next weekend or or two weekends afterwards. I, like you kind of cannibalize your own movie, but you have to see one without seeing the other. But it'd be I, I, interesting to have them in the same in the theater at the same time. That's such an interesting idea. Well, you're guaranteeing that they will see the second, as long as they like the first mm-hmm. part of it enough. Mm-hmm. You could even do like a ticket thing where, you know, you buy one, you get one half off or something because tickets yeah. are expensive. That would be interesting. Uh, I saw a thing where they're giving Indiana Jones tickets away if you go to Applebee's. Mm. Again, Mr. C talked about it on the Vigilante 1939. And then I saw the commercial myself. I saw it was hilarious. Mm. Like oh, I get the Applebee's concept. commercial? Yeah, you. Uh, I think you got to spend thirty-five bucks there, which mm-hmm. isn't hard, and you get no. tickets. 
uh, even Flash had buy one get one free. Like they're doing different stuff to get people in theaters. Sure. Uh, but they could do something like that for a movie like this, where mm-hmm. two and three, or like perhaps had one and two. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they had the Batman two and three? No, oh, that'd be wild. That would that that's, <laughs> that would also probably be six hours for the two movies. Six hours of cinema, as you would say. That is six hours of cinema, quality cinema, <laughs> the finest. <laughs> really take advantage of that large popcorn <laughs> refill. Some theaters don't do that. Uh, I think my bigger one does. That's about 45 minutes away from me. I, I know you go in there like a bag in your purse. You buy a popcorn and you dump it in the bag and then you go back and get some more. I've seen somebody do that. That's a good idea. Sneaky smokers. I've never seen anybody do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I will do that next time. <laughs> I saw the, the Barbie tin. that AM, I think it's AMC is going to be selling them. It, it's just oh, like yeah, a it? car. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm I'm curious if Oppenheimer's gonna have one. Yeah, what's the what's the the thing there? Barbie Heimer, Barbie Barbie Heimer. Is that what it is? Oppen Barbie or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Emma Carey, the purse in the movies. It's a man bag. Not a purse. It's European. It's a satchel. Indiana <laughs> Jones wears one. That's from that. That's right. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a free B-Day popcorn and drink this month. I don't need Applebee's that bad. But Applebee's needs you. That's what I was thinking. Yes. That's, Applebee's needs you, Zeddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tim. I am not a... See, <laughs> Grabs, we miss those comments, man. You haven't been around for a little while. We miss those comments. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a peeing. Um, <laughs> if Oppenheimer has a popcorn tin, though, I would hope it's like a mushroom cloud with popcorn. That's what I was thinking. It's an atomic bomb cut in half or something, or it's uh, yeah, the yeah. I'd love to see a photo of Christopher Nolan holding it, too. <laughs> I think that would just be ideal. Did you see um, the photos of Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie holding the Barbie I was just going to mention that, too. Yeah. Him and them standing there with their tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. And then they... Oh, cool. Uh, Margot Robin and Greta Gerwig did the thing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Friends supporting friends. I like it. Yeah, we need to get Nolan on that. <laughs> Him in his trench coat and his uh, what is it called? A waistcoat? Is that what he calls his vest? Because he doesn't wear a regular vest. It's called something else. Oh, he doesn't. Eh? I don't know. I believe it's called a waistcoat. But yeah, he's got to have the ticket for Barbie. <laughs> Then he has an ulterior motive here, but I agree with him. Go see Oppenheimer multiple times. It's done, Zeddy. Move on. You're done. You're finished. I'm excited for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian says, I wonder how Oppenheimer will do here in Japan. I'm a little curious myself. I, uh, you know, box office isn't my thing, but this year I've been a little bit more curious than I am usually about it. And um, certain movies, you know, they hit in some places, some places they don't. I feel like that's not going to be big in Japan. I feel like Barbie say, is going to be nuts. Yeah, Ian, like a naive question, and it could be the stupidest question of all time, but like, are people in Japan, like, do you feel like they're talking about Oppenheimer in a certain way because of the atomic bomb? Do you feel like they're holding a grudge against it because of the atomic bomb or they understand it's a movie? Like, I, I, I thought about uh, the Wolverine. I saw that on your timeline the other day, Chris. I thought about the the atomic bomb in that movie as well. Um, you know, I wonder. 
Um, I, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's an oh, it's not, idea. it's not being released there. Oh well, there. I guess that's how the government feels about it, anyways. <laughs> I can't blame them. I get it. Uh, yes, uh, Zeddy and I both have a screening to see Mission Impossible on next Monday. That's gonna be fun. Not tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Next Monday. Right. That's gonna be a, a pretty big movie too. Oh yes. I think that and uh, actually, this movie this month has a lot of movies I'm excited about. Put that on repeat. This this month has a lot of movies. It does. <laughs> it does. A lot of uh, stuff I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Haunted Mansion, I've gotten really excited about that. Yeah, see, who uh, I think Phil was the other one who, who who was talking about that on his timeline, or maybe it was Anthony. I can't remember. Uh, big hype for Haunted Mansion, eh? It's gonna be fun. Hmm. I, I think. It, well, I hope it is. I should say. I hope it is. Sure. I like the ride. I like the uh, the director who's behind this one. I like the cast. Mm-hmm. Win win. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. Uh, it was released there once. Saw so, oh no. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> um, no, I haven't heard anything about it. I doubt they'd care, but I've just read it's not coming out. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure it'll make its way there at some point, but mm-hmm. probably not theatrical. Maybe for the home release. And it, and it seems like everything's getting to home releases faster anyway. Oh my god! Like two months, three months, sometimes less. Like mm-hmm. I believe Flash hits home video on the eighteenth. What was the other um, one? They, they well, Fast home X video. I don't think so. Oh, the Fast X was another one that hit home video uh, very quickly <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, Fast X was pretty quick, which uh, that one was more understandable. Sure, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Chris, anything else you want to talk about before we get on it here? No, I think I'm good. I've rambled quite a bit this evening. Yeah, we did. Indeed. <laughs> Hit us up with some plugs. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at uh, Dectra70. I'd also like if you guys would give the podcast I do with my buddies, uh, Phil Walsh and Anthony Caruso, on Twitter at DC Unlimited Pod. And as always, I'd love it if you'd follow this show at G of the Geeks on Twitter. Emmett is better with the rest of the plugs, so he'll take over. You can follow me on Twitter at EmmettDavis7. Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube where we get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will find us. Thanks to Eric, uh, Ian Zetti, uh, Grabs, uh, Tim joined for a bit, Cookie, uh, Phil, uh, Andrew. I think I mentioned Eric. If not, Eric, thanks so much. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, I hope everyone has a great rest of your Independence Day long weekend and your Canada Day long weekend. Uh, and then saying all that for Chris and I, Mehmet, we gather on Sundays. Have a great week, guys.